I'm Gail Stahlhuth, and I greatly dislike large groups of slow-moving people. Welcome to Grumble Goat. My name is Matt Labodka, and this is a show about all the small things that drive me insane. Let's grumble. I'm trying to get someplace. I need to get there fast as possible. And all of a sudden, there are at least five people walking so slowly in front of me. And I just can't get through. I can't get between them. I can't get around them. I can't jump out in the street. No, there they are, like a slow-moving wall, a slow wave, just trying to get through them. All I'm trying to do is go to the grocery store, do something normal. Most people would be in a car to do that. So just imagine yourself in a car, Every lane blocked up by slow-moving cars. And all you want to do is get home from work and have dinner and have a nice evening at home. But no, they're just walking slow. Now, I understand if you are a group of two walking slow, having a wonderful conversation, particularly in Central Park. But then... The slow-moving people on Lexington Avenue or Madison Avenue. Then there's another group that possibly could be a slow-moving group from the other direction. And then the middle is perhaps somebody with a cell phone trying to also navigate. I just want to go where I want to go. You feel like shouting at him. You don't. You want to say, what the... But you don't. You just try to navigate through it. Now, I also understand if you're a slow-moving group... If you're actually sightseeing, if you're actually taking the time to take in the beauty of the architecture in Manhattan, but just ambling, do you want to just look up and see the gargoyles? But the slow-moving people don't care. They just keep ambling along. And then you're trying to make a light. You see the light. You know you're going to get the walk. Come on, slow-moving people, get that. No, but they don't. They just amble there, this block of five or six people in front of me, and stop obeying the lights. Obviously not New Yorkers. We don't obey the lights. But no, not the slow-moving people. They're not even looking at the beautiful sights in Manhattan. No. If you look up in many areas of Manhattan, you will see the beauty of what people created a hundred years ago. Walk slow, but walk in groups of two, three no more, one preferable. All I want to do is get somewhere, but no, the wall of the tortoise people walking slowly just gets my goat. I'm Gail Stahlhuth, and I greatly dislike the wall of slow-moving people in front of me in New York. And that's the grumble. Grumble, 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 grumble. What? Grumble, 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 grumble. What's got your goat? For the latter half of the show, we'll bring in my better half, Veronique, for an unpretentious look and a segment we call What's Got Your Goat? It's a scorcher out there. It's hot today. It is a hot one. Welcome back, everybody, to Grumble Goat on the Road. On the Road. We're almost done with our tour. Only a week left of our tour here. That's right. Touring in the same place. (laughs) Absolutely. But today we have the honor and privilege of being joined by Gail (gasps) Stahlhuth. Hello, Gail. Gail, welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you so much for having me. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having us at your house and letting us use your porch as a makeshift Grumble Goat studio on the road. Oh, in my place. Pleasure. I'm, I'm glad you're here. <laughs> yeah. It's been an absolute delight here. And the reason that you've invited us to stay with you is because we're doing a show together. We at are. The Eastland Theater. Yes, it's a fantastic show. I'm so glad I found it through a friend of mine. Who Am I This Time and Other Conundrums of Love by Aaron Posner, adapted from three fabulous, funny love stories by Kurt Vonnegut. Ooh, <laughs> Wow, exciting. that was said very professionally, almost as if you are the voice of Eastland Theater Company. <laughs> well... <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Here we are. I did direct the show. I found the script. I hired you too. That's I right. I must be brilliant. You are. You are. Fantastic. Yeah, it's been an absolute joy to be part of. It's such a fun show to be in. It's and really lovely acting with you as well. Oh, uh, yeah, that's and really you get fun. to take the stage this time. I yeah. do. Yeah, Only as... the small roles. It's the Hitchcock in me. <laughs> yeah. You guys play several roles. I just have to deal with the one. <laughs> <laughs> and the tree. And you have to tree. move the and tree. The, and the tree. Moving that's, the tree. Yeah, yes. the tree is a character of its own. You get to play Doris and the tree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was a dancing tree way back when in The Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very exciting. <laughs> my, my best friend back in Chicago, his dad, every time I'm in a play, always loves to tease. He's like, oh, yeah, oh, are you a tree again this time? But I've never played a tree in a play. Oh, you have But in his mind, I played a tree in a play in grade school. Uh, trees, if you're a tree, you're always leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. And for more hilarity like that, join us at East Lynn Theater in the next couple of weeks for Who Am I This Time? Yeah, we have to close the show September 3rd, but we have another one around the corner. It's Possessing Harriet by Kyle Bass about the true story of a runaway slave in New York State. She has a price on her head. Oh. Whoa. Oh, drama. I got chills. That sounds exciting. That show sounds a lot heavier than Who Am I This Time? (laughs) It's not the laugh riot, but it's (laughs) poignant. It's beautifully written. Absolutely. We can't wait to see it. Yeah. Well, it's beautiful down here on the Cape today. I tell you, it must be nice having a house here in Cape May. It is lovely, and I also have a place in Manhattan, happy to say. Both numbers are 121. Go figure that. (laughs) (laughs) Must be a special um, number for you. Must. (laughs) But there are things when I'm I'm going ice skating in Bryant Park. Oh, yeah. That's right. You're an avid ice skater. I am an avid ice skater. And I want to get to the rink when I want to get there. Yeah, Yeah. you do. Yeah. (laughs) I like to walk to get to the rinks. In fact, I walk almost every place. That's the New York way, you know. You got to walk. You got to walk. You got to walk in order to put on a different pair of shoes to slide. That's right. (laughs) Right. Well, well, I hope I don't slide too much. Or glide. Yes. Gliding is the better word, I think. Lighting. And of course, I go walking down here a lot, but in many ways, I find it a lot more interesting in Manhattan to go for walks. Walking in Manhattan. Now, those of us that live in New York are familiar with walking in Manhattan. I'm sure. Yeah, it's just part of the lifestyle down there. There's nothing more exciting than having your earbuds in your ears and you're jamming out and you just see the city skyline or you walk by the Empire State Building and you just feel inspired. The lucky ones do. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love it when I'm just walking down the street and all of a sudden you catch a glimpse all the way down 6th Avenue of the Statue of Liberty. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, yeah, every corner you turn, you can see something iconic and beautiful in New York City. If no one's in front of you and you're not looking up. Right. If no one's in front of you. Yeah. Or you're stepping on trash that's on the side of the street. That's possible. That's been there for days. (laughs) Yeah. In New York City, everybody walks. And so all of a sudden, like in other places, you have to deal with traffic when you're in a car. But in New York City, there's pedestrian traffic. Yes, there is. You have to navigate pedestrian traffic because it's crowded and there are no rules of the sidewalk. No yeah. rules. It's whatever happens. If a random off-brand Elmo comes out to take a picture with somebody, you just have to walk around. You have to deal with that. That's part of New York. How many numbers are walking in front of you? Why do you have to walk in blocks of five? Yeah. Uh, why yeah. can't you walk in one or two? I understand people having a nice conversation with a friend walking in Central Park, perhaps, but I get 
that. That's a yeah. slow walk. Yeah. But why does the whole family have to feel they have to line up oh. and you're trying to get through them? And it's yeah. so often like that. And then there's never a clear sidewalk. There's always obstructions on the sidewalk. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's almost like they're linking arms and just like walking down the street as in, with a barricade. Yeah, everybody's yeah. on the yellow brick road all of a sudden. <laughs> yes, and no obvious reason. No, they're just like ambling. Yeah. It's like this wall in front of me. And then the worst is if another wall comes towards me and you've got 10 people now slow walking in two different directions. Oh yeah, yeah. that's a nightmare right there. Yeah. The wall's slowly closing in on you. You have no escape. There's nowhere to go. It's claustrophobic. No. They're everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in Times Square. Oh yeah, I avoid I don't Times Square. understand. What is the draw? I mean, obviously Broadway. But why are there people there 24 hours a day just ambling around? It's disgusting. Cause you, well, because you can sit now. You can sit it's not now. Just where, it's not all about walking can actually sit there. Oh yeah, but they, like, they uh, turn the tickets booth into a big yeah. seating arena. And, and you can get a high from the guy smoking next to you now. Right. Oh well, my yeah. you know, gosh. It's like all out there. <laughs> but it, it, you're right. You can sit down. But what I think is so fascinating about Times Square is you can sit down and just stare at advertisements. It's just the shining lights. Constantly. I love it because yeah, because because you can you can be looking at your cell phone, looking scrolling through the ads on Instagram, and then put your cell phone down and just enjoy the view of more ads. Of more ads scrolling on screen everywhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or just like the M M&M and M building or something. They think the M M&M and M building is still there. Oh, oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I do miss the old Times Square. I, I have what does say. that mean? Well, that means you could actually see the architecture. Oh. It wasn't marred. In fact, when I saw Blade Runner, the original, I'm sitting there watching it going, God, I hope New York never looks like this. <gasps> well, oh, here well. we are. Here we are. Oh, oh yeah. no! Yeah, it's Blade Runner. Yeah, it's turning into Blade Runner. New York has a certain pace to it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and New Yorkers walk fast. You're not in New York unless you have somewhere to go. The reason why they're there is because they're driven. They're it's people that are driven go to New York. You know, people yeah. have a but purpose. The irony and... is they don't have a car and yet they're driven, and, <laughs> and so they actually have to walk. And these slow-moving people probably, when they're trying to get home from work, if they're in a car and they want to go 80 and the car in front's going 60, they're gonna be a little grumbly. Yeah. 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 They lay on the horn. But then if you're gonna be a tourist in New York, don't you want to experience the New York lifestyle? Yeah. Pick up the pace. Come on. I'm walking here. Let's move it. (laughs) Don't just amble for no reason at all. Yeah. Move out of the way. That's the thing. It's like you're stopping to look at your phone. Just stand next to the wall. Don't stand in the middle of the sidewalk. What people aren't used to is when they walk in their hometown, they're the only person walking. Oh, yes. Like there's never another person walking and they just stop in the middle of the street to answer a text message, it's not a problem. But in New York City, there's people behind you. Oh, so like yeah. I've adapted to like traffic like reflexes. I look behind me, I check my blind spot, and then I move myself against a wall so that I can stop without blocking it. Yeah, and when I go around the corner, I say, corner, corner. Right. Well, that's that's from restaurant work. That's, uh, that, that, that's quite impressive. <laughs> yeah. One of my pet peeves about pedestrians in New York is for some reason, if they're approaching a light, if they want to cross the street and the light's red, they have to, for some reason, completely finish getting all the way to the curb, blocking the people that are approaching the intersection to the green light. Oh, yes. Blocking me to get right up to the curb, to get their toes hanging 10 over the curb. Yeah, I always do that. I always walk in the middle of the street sometimes and I have to backtrack. But what I think is interesting about New York, too, whenever there's a clump of people, whether the people walking by know what the clump is about, they stop. 
And then they just kind of hang out as if they think some famous person is going to walk outside the building or whatever. Yeah. Like if you if people see a is. film truck or like some film lighting, they'll like all stop and group up and be watching. And it's like they're shooting a Carl's Jr. commercial or right. something. Right. <laughs> but they're lining up like they're about to meet Keanu Reeves. <laughs> well, and you know, the, the people who are New Yorkers who've had enough of the filming, they just walk right through and then they have to do cut, start over yeah. again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, they don't care. They don't yeah. care. No. No. Walk hey, hey, stop. We're filming. It's like, yeah, film this. Pedestrians do run that city, but like you got to keep your head on a swivel if you're crossing a street or a bicycle or a uh, well, bikes are tough. No, the trouble is when pedestrians start crossing the street and then see a bike and then stop, like freeze like a deer in headlights, and that's when you're going to get hit because the bicyclist has already calculated where you're going to be when he gets to you. If you stop, that's where he was going to go through. How do you feel about pedestrians walking in the bike lane? Ooh, bad. Right, that happens all the time. Now that's the thing because they use that as an extension of the (laughs) waiting area of. We the do. sidewalk. We do do and that. so they just block the whole intersection. Yeah. And the we, poor bicyclist. And then the worst thing is if a taxi cab pulls up and the idiot passenger opens the wrong side <gasps> door and the bike goes right into the door. Yeah. I've seen that many times. Oh. Terrifying. Yeah. Terrifying. Yeah. Now you enjoy ice skating. Yeah. Which is basically like pedestrians on ice. Like, <laughs> like it's like walking and gliding at the same time around a little circle with too many people. Yes, there are some slow-moving ice skaters. I don't seem to mind that as much because the fact is they're all trying to do something different. They're experimenting. You just mm-hmm. hope they stand up and don't grab you if they're ready to fall. <laughs> I hate that. And they're like, and they, yeah. you're like what? I'm on, I, I'm on skates too. I'm just going to fall down too. Yeah, d- don't wear a long scarf. No, <gasps> no. Oh, yeah, that's the worst. Oh, good. Oh, They'll grab the long scarf and you all go down. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the zoo is a fun place to meander. The zoo's a fun place to meander. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. A lot of smells in the zoo. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Every so every many. 20 feet or so, there's a new smell. There the is zoo. a new smell. I wonder if dogs would like to go to the zoo. <laughs> right? Because they can smell so many different smells. How come there's not a dog exhibit at the zoo? I want the dog exhibit. Yeah. I want like, you know, the reptile cage, but like a different type of dog in every cage. You <laughs> but know? that's just like, that's like a No, you know what daycare. I like? You know, yeah, that's what they should do. The, every zoo should have, because you can't walk around the zoo with your dog because if the dog gets loose oh my gosh the terrible. tigers will get it yeah or the alligators are, so they can't have it but what if they had a little kennel at the beginning of the zoo like when you check your stroller you check your dog and they just put it like it's an exhibit and they just have like the dog exhibit that like it's gonna like walk by and look at all the different dogs that are checked i love that idea that's a great idea yeah oh walking with many dogs the dog walkers on mass oh, oh the dog walkers the dog, the dog walkers. walker well the thing because the dog walkers in new york they'll have 12 dogs at a time that's the oh. problem and yeah. they want to go in 12 different directions <laughs> along with the slow moving people. So you're also now trying to navigate how to get around the poodle and the collie and so many varieties of breeds. Yeah. What if the dogs don't get along with each other? I guess they would have to. Well, they seem to only get along with each other at the pod. They, they kind of figured out the pod. It's the oncoming other dog walker that also has like 12 dogs. And all of a sudden you have like turfdom going on. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. What's so crazy about the dog walkers in New York is they link them to their belts. Like they have like a belt and they have the dogs on their body. So like they have to move with the animals. It's like a skirt. They made a skirt out they of the dogs. They made a skirt out of dog leashes. Yeah. yeah. Dog. Well, that's a moving petting zoo right there. <laughs> I charge tickets. You know, I've taken a lot of really nice walks in my day. Okay. Tell me about One it. One of my favorite walks I ever took was uh, hiking the Grand Canyon. Oh. No, that's a gorgeous walk. That's a gorgeous walk. Yeah. But there too, 
you run into groups of people that walk too slow. And like the whole purpose of being in a place like that is to walk with nature. Yeah. And then you get caught up behind this family of three, the kid on the Game Boy, who, who are just like talking about what they're going to do when they get back to the hotel pool and like not enjoying what's around them. And I just want to be like, yeah, why are they in their Game Boys if they're like, they're supposed to look at the canyon. That's the whole yeah. point. Come on, sport. This is character building. Yeah. Put the Game Boy away and look at the rocks. <laughs> exactly. Look at the rocks. It's in, why? There's too many humans. There's just, there's traffic everywhere. There's car traffic. There's pedestrian traffic. There's traffic on the ice rinks. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Yes, there is. But it depends what day. Some days are great. And it's like, I feel like, oh my goodness, I'm going to make it to the rink on time. Yeehaw. And then there are days it's like, what made this the mass production of humans on this one day walking slowly in front of me? What? The alert must have gone out for everybody to just line up and walk slow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> This has been an episode of Grumble Goat. Thanks for listening. I'm Matt Labotka. I'm Veronique Hurley. Please subscribe. I hate when people say please subscribe. Grumble, grumble, grumble. The wall of the tortoise people. Thanks for listening. And while I have your attention, if you've been enjoying the show, don't forget to leave a review and don't forget to grumble goat responsibly and share with a friend.